boy. Dr. Cooper's working. Yeah, I can see that. Sheldon, Halo Knight, Cuthra Polly, is he coming? Oh, yes, it's Halo Knight. Let me just dry my tootsies. You're not going to Halo Knight. Yes, I am. It's Wednesday. Wednesday's Halo Knight. Didn't a great man once say, science demands nothing less than the fervent and unconditional dedication of our entire lives? He did. And who was that great man? Me. <laughs> Sorry, Leonard. Seriously? You're not coming? Wait, you heard her. How can I argue with me? <laughs> Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery that all started with a big bang. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Perpetual Motion Squad PMS, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. We can certainly go all night, baby. <laughs> We're host Kat. And Paul. And we are Big Bang Theory super fans. We really are. We, we really we, do. We're all over the place with the yeah, Big we, Bang. We love everything Big so Bang. So much so that we can actually sit there and we've actually, we do actually have some fun facts for one of the episodes that we were watching a little while ago where uh, Sheldon learns how to drive a car. There it is was the uh, season, uh, where was it? The season two, episode five, the Euclid Alternative. Yes, Not there is. Euclid Avenue. And there is a bit of a gaff in that one. Uh-huh. And we did mention it, but we, we were actually going to tell you where to go and find it now. Yes, yes. So we did actually go back and have a look at it. And it or is rather a listen. Well, a listen, but it is so quick. You've got to really, really listen for it because it's in the scene where the entire gang are sitting, uh, standing at the back of Sheldon when he's in the driving simulator. And Leonard says, Okay, Sheldon, put the car into drive and pull out into traffic slowly. And of course, he just basically floors and of course, it. he forgot to tell him to look and make sure the coast was clear. Exactly. But when he floors it and everyone's like screaming, Oh, no, no, stop, stop, stop. You hear Leonard's character. Oh, sorry, Leonard's character. The um, Johnny, Johnny Galecki's character very quickly say, "Ah, no, Jim," instead of "No, Sheldon." Yeah, he <laughs> says that really, really quickly. You've got to hear it. I we actually went back and listened to it three times just to make sure that it is actually real. And yeah. yes, it is. And it, I, and so it's when the gang is all there, not when it's just Sheldon and Leonard. No, no, it has to be when all the gang are there. And as I said, if you want to skip to that point. It's they're all standing there. And when he says, okay, Sheldon, put it into drive and pull out into, into traffic slowly. Then he starts going crazy. You hear the very, very briefest. No, Jim. And it and it's so fast that even the editors didn't catch it. Yeah. Yeah. But as I said, we went back and we listened to it three times. And uh, yeah, he does actually does say it. So yeah, it is awesome. in there. So okay. I, it, so, which, so this week we are doing the uh, uh, season... To Two? episode six, the Cooper Nowitzki theorem, where we're introduced to grad student, aka intelligent labradoodle, Ramona Nowitzki. And I don't like her. That's I she's really not a nice don't person. like her. She is, is not a nice person. Yeah, no, she comes off in the beginning as a really nice person, but very, very shortly after that, she exerts her dominance over basically Sheldon and not that that's hard to do. I mean, Sheldon is a pushover for some things. Well, he's but... a pushover for people who'd like to worship him. 
Exactly. But even he starts to get to the to his breaking point. And I think that her her rudeness towards the rest of the group is, you know, I mean, I just I just don't like her. I don't like her character. Yeah. I don't like her period. She is not a nice person at all. She's that kind of person where you think she's all sunshines and rainbow until she you actually get to know her and then you realize that she is a toxic and emasculating person. And she is one of those people that if you think you've got friends, go and be with her and you won't have any. Yeah. Because it will become it will come to the hey, point. She's like your ex-wife. Yes, I was gonna say <laughs> it'll come to the point where it will become like my ex-wife was, which is my 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 family would say, Paul, absolutely, we want you to come to any family gatherings. It'd be wonderful to have you there. Just don't bring her. All right. I mean, it's a very, very hard thing to do, but yeah. So this is where Monica, I sorry, Monica, I say that. Ramona basically is that kind of person that if you've got friends, you won't have them very you much won't longer. Have them, well, you'll still have them. They just won't want to be around you if you're with her. Which will make it very hard on you. Yeah, so, it, may, it makes your world very small. Yeah, oh, definitely. So she is that kind of person that will shrink your, well, your and, world. And, and it shows during the, there's a um, montage to the song, You Can Be My Oko, Yoko Ono, where it shows her keeping him away from his life yes and yeah we'll get, exactly. and we'll get to that in a minute so with the, the episode opens up where we see leonard and he's actually doing a, a, a experiment in uh experimental physics in front of a whole group of people he's talking to he's doing a some, lecture uh grad students who are trying to figure out what they want to specialize in in physics within the yeah. realm of physics and basically what they should expect and of course not to mention a lesson in what happens when you accidentally spill peach snapple on a helium neon laser <laughs> which is not recommended mind you and in in a word don't don't <laughs> it's smoking and the entire class <laughs> are looking at him like what the hell like of course, okay you're an idiot <laughs> so now it's time that we're going to introduce sheldon to the group and of course he's like no nah, forget it you know no thanks and, you know, and he, of course, he says to Sheldon, well, if you don't come in and do this class, Sheldon, then I'm not going to take you to the comic book store. He's like, oh, fine. He's like, in hello. Comes, in comes Sheldon. <laughs> hello. <laughs> and, of course, then he does look at um, uh, Leonard and goes, nice work with the laser, by the way. Which is actually interesting because Sheldon does not, at, at this point in time, is not good with recognizing sarcasm, but in this instance, correctly uses it. Yes. Now, did you notice uh, Ramona Nowitzki sitting toward the back of the room? Yes, I did. Okay. I, I always notice her. She is in awe when he walks out. The rest of the group are like, oh, okay. And she, she kind is, of sits up a little straighter. Oh, yeah, she is really, she's taken with him, ready to go. She wants to know everything, which is fine. You know, if you want to be so engaging in a class, that's wonderful. And I'm sure the lecturer would be very, very happy to have you do that. But she is on the creepy scale. Now, before we really jump into it, yeah, um, I want to talk for just a moment about Ricky Lindholm, who is the woman who plays Ramona. Okay. Okay. Um, in another life, she is half of the comedy singing duo known as Garfunkel and Oates, along with Kate Micucci. Okay. Now, do you recognize the name of Kate Micucci? No. Okay. Because she actually appeared in eight episodes as Raj's girlfriend, the painfully shy Lucy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Exactly. Oh, she is painfully shy in that one. Yeah. And, um... Ricky appeared in three episodes as Sheldon's grad school assistant and admirer Ramona Nowitzki 
Um, and of course, when we get to season 12, uh, season 11, we find that her crush on Sheldon never diminishes and eventually leads him to propose to Amy. But that's a spoiler that, of what we'll get to later on. Yeah. But wow. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was pretty yeah, cool that... That, that she is with um, the, uh, the other uh, with uh, Kate McCucci and that they actually have a singing duo, comedy singing duo together. That's brilliant. Yeah. I like that. So of course Sheldon, when he comes out of uh, you know to you know do his lecture to the uh, to the to the class, he basically comes out and he gushes about you know what you are to expect you know in theoretical physics and you know what you're going to do. And then if and and if someone along the line led you to believe that you would have a contribute to science and make a meaningful contribution, well, they basically led you. They lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> and he gushes the, about the, how he... the, the most the most that the best that most of you can expect to do is to teach fifth graders the joy of a paper mache volcano with baking soda lava yeah <laughs> and he and also and i like the fact that he also says that you know how he's already accomplished so much and even by the age of 14 well, gonna... but, well because well i remember when the, the day when i was a budding grad student trying to pick my specialty but then again, I was 14 and had already accomplished more than most of you will in your entire life, even with my nine o'clock bedtime. <laughs> like pompous little ass. Yeah, you can see the entire, you know, and I love the fact when he goes to everyone. Okay, um, so any questions? And everyone just has that. Even Ramona has that stunned look on their face. And he's like, uh, of I course not. Yeah, and, and he did call them. Um, is, you know, might as well be addressing a bunch of labradoodles. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, then he does say, okay, so in conclusion, you know, what, whatever you do, you know, figure it out for yourself. Come Leonard, we are going to go to the comic book store, uh, comic book store, store because they have the new issue of Batman has just been released. Yes. And of course, this is when Leonard like, looks at the group and goes, the, the laser, um, you know. Experiment's looking pretty good pretty right good. now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, there we go. Yes, yes, it is. So of course, now the, the next scene we see, the boys are gathering in the cafeteria, having lunch and enjoying the fall, especially Howard. There's a whole new crop of female grad students who are about to put on just enough winter weight to make them feel needy and vulnerable. And of course, I love how it goes. That's it, darling. Have another calzone. Daddy will wait. wait. He is so. <laughs> and then Ramona comes over. Oh, yeah. And introdu introduces herself to Sheldon by gushing about how she's written, read everything he's written and blah, blah, blah. So Howard, of course, pops up and he's like, well, you know, I'm the co-designer of the liquid waste management system on the space station. And I love it. The, Ew. <laughs> and and he keep and he just doesn't take the hint that no, all the conversation he's like well you know the Pish, pishkin wallowitz waste removal system is really turning some heads and she's like again, again. Ew. Ew. <laughs> and, and, it, like, and i love the fact that you know when ramona says you know well to sheldon you know can we maybe get a cup of coffee so i can pick your brain and he goes oh, i don't drink coffee and howard goes i do i love me a cup, cup of, of joe. joe and she's like ew ew <laughs> I mean, give it up, Howard. Take you are, a hint yeah, for crying you out are not going to be getting anywhere near uh, Ramona. And Ramona has, has only got, you know, eyes for Sheldon. So regardless of whatever you think, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, of course, he does say, Ramona does say, well, okay, well, instead of going out for coffee, what about if I bring food to your, your place? And uh, so Sheldon goes, yes, okay, well, on Mondays I have Thai food. So basically he Meat tells her. Crab and something else. Yep. Uh, from Cyan Palace, and, he, and basically tells her what he likes, and she says she'll bring it over. 
And that's she okay. I've got your address. I, that is creepy. Yes, when it is. she it says she's been I, stalking him. Yeah, when she says, "I don't need your address. I know it. I'll be over." It's like okay. And Sheldon's just like, "Oh, isn't that nice?" And all the guests of the guys are like, "Okay, that was creepy." And I love how it goes. Uh, do you know what just happened, Sheldon? He goes, "Yes, I'm getting a free dinner." I've never ever seen Sheldon actually pay for any food that Leonard brings back to the apartment. So, oh is my it to... gosh, you, you in twelve seasons, I've never seen Sheldon open his wallet. Yeah, but yet when when Leonard has brought back food to the apartment, remember when there was a uh, a meal that Howard had ordered, and ha- and Leonard goes, "You owe me another two dollars yeah. because the the price has gone up." And he's like, "Oh man, it's so hard to be a bad Jew these days." <laughs> yeah, you know. But he does. He he gives him money. So the fact is that I've in 12 seasons, I've never seen Sheldon go, so how much is my share? And I've I'll never seen bit. him open it at the Cheesecake Factory or anything else. No. See, yeah. even Penny, who eats at, at their, their house, yeah. a lot of the time, but she has actually, when she was trying to be more conscientious about paying her way, she actually said to, to Leonard, how much is my share? And he's like, no, it's my treat. And she goes, no, I'm paying my way. How much is it? And this is when he says, okay, it's X amount of dollars. And she gives it to him. Yeah. So I've yeah. never, ever seen Sheldon open up his wallet. So really a free dinner. He is always getting a free dinner. Yeah, exactly. So he's absolutely, uh, they're all actually amazed that he's actually going to be having yeah. this sort of like date with Ramona. Yeah. So of course, the next scene we see is Ramona standing at the <laughs> elevator and the elevator is out of order. So, so basically she, Penny says, oh, come on. I can, you know, it's just massively out of order. And she goes, okay, well, I guess I'm taking the stairs. The stairs. And they, as they walk oh. up, Penny says to her, so what, where are you, where are you go? going to go? And she goes, oh, foray. Oh, you're goes, seeing oh. Leonard. She goes, no, 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 Dr. Cooper. And he goes, she goes, Dr. Sheldon, Sheldon Cooper? Cooper. The one who looks like a giant praying mantis. <laughs> and the Ramona goes, he is cute, isn't he? And oh, she, by, and she goes, by the way. Sheldon Cooper. By the way. Yes. Ricky Lindholm, who plays Ramona, originally auditioned for Penny. No, she wouldn't have been any good as Penny. No, it wouldn't. It would. The chemistry wouldn't have been right. No, but she no. did uh, originally audition because I've seen her in other roles, so I it def, I can say with cert, complete certainty it would not have worked. But she did audition for the role of Penny. I mean, in a parallel universe, we could. I mean, we all say that Kaylee Cuoco is one hundred percent Penny, regardless. But you know, if you've got another actress that in another universe that actually auditioned and got the role, we'd all be sitting there saying, "Oh, you know, this this person is way better." You know, it's just is Penny yeah. to a T. So, you know, I can understand her auditioning, but as yeah. we know now, but it just, the chemistry is... wouldn't have been right with Jim Parsons. No, no, it, it just, it just, or rather with Johnny, it, no, Galecki, Johnny Galecki, Yeah. So of course, Ramona gets to the, to the door and, um, you know, they knock, she knocks on the door and, you know, Leonard lets, and, and, and lets, it, lets her in, her in. <laughs> and he, <laughs> and he's like, the viewing area is over here. She, she goes, you know, because, you know, Penny says to Leonard, I have to see this. He's like, oh, yeah, the viewing area is over here. So she goes and sits between Raj and Howard on the couch. And they're just absolutely staring. And, of course, Leonard goes, uh, Sheldon, you're um, Ramona's here. here. So Ramona comes out and they they have a bit of a back to forth conversation about, you know, her reading, got caught up reading a, a paper and stuff like that. And now she's got a bag of food. Now, this is the first part of, oh, my God, you are an absolute bitch and yep. you are a nasty person. She is standing there with her bag of food, children standing next to her, and Ramona goes, I'm sorry I didn't bring um, more food for everyone I, I'm, else. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't bring enough for your friends. I thought we'd be alone. And she stares them down. And giving them the look. Yeah. And, of course, Leonard goes, oh, yeah, we were just going. And Penny goes, 
to and, watch. And, and no, and Howard goes to watch, right? And he goes, no, no, we're going to go out. And of course, Penny's like, no, we'll be quiet. We'll be quiet. <laughs> and, she, and he goes, no, come on. let's." So they all scar, you know, basically scarper away. Yeah. But how dare you walk into someone's apartment, take over within the first five seconds of you being there and basically order the, her, his friends out of the apartment. Yeah. I mean, they could have easily had a nice meal together. There is no, re- I mean, there is no reason to do that. But Monica is, oh, sorry, Monica. I keep saying Monica. Why do I don't you know. keep saying Monica? I do not. Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> <laughs> no. Ramona yeah. is no. one oh, of those. Monica two... Lewinsky, Ramona Nowitzki. Okay. Yeah. No, see, this it. is why I'm tripping up my tongue here. Um, <laughs> it's also a cold Sorry, day. Monica. <laughs> it's also cold and I've got my onesie on. So I'm very relaxed today. I but love how fact... you have to tell an audio podcast audience what you're wearing. I have my onesie. It's awesome. And not my onesie, no, my you're not your onesie. I've got my Udi on. Hey, now onesie. you're, you know what? You, you can't mention that because it's a, a, a name brand and it's free advertising. So you can't do that. What? What I'm wearing? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm not being sponsored by them, but if they'd like my to... point is that we're not being sponsored by them, so but you if they'd be like to, them. but if they'd like to sponsor us, uh, Perpetual Motion Squad zero zero at gmail dot com, email me and we can work something out. <laughs> okay, now no more mentions of that item. Fine. See, Ramona basically has now chased them all out of the apartment. I and I really think that's really disgusting of how she did that, but unfortunately. Ramona is one of those people that exerts her authority very, very well. It's it's, it's a bit of foreshadowing, to be honest with you. Yeah, but you can almost see that if if Sheldon and Mon- Ramona, <laughs> I almost did it again. I've got to stop talking about this woman. If Sheldon and her ended up by doing some sort of situation of getting into a relationship, Sheldon is going to be the beta, and she is going to be the alpha, one hundred percent. Oh, totally. He will he will never get anything over on her yeah. at all. But of course, when they go out, Penny goes, "Okay, I know it's none of my business, but I need to know what Sheldon's deal is. What's his deal? What do you mean? What's his deal? And is she... it? And I love it. Is it girls? Is it guys? Is it sock puppets? And I love Leonard goes, <laughs> goes. Actually, we've been operating under the assumption that he has no deal. Yeah. You know, and, course, and, Howard... and several theor- theories have been posed over the years. And Howard's like, yeah, my favorite is actually my toast. Yes. Where one day he's just going to eat a- so much Thai food that he just splits into two Sheldon's. <laughs> and of course, Leonard comes up with the, on the other hand, I think Sheldon will evolve into a larvae form of his species. He'll wrap himself up in a cocoon. And two months later, he will emerge with moth wings and an exoskeleton. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that Penny says, well, thanks for the nightmares. <laughs> so but then I'm they're going. like, well, do you want to hang out with us tonight? And Penny's like, oh, what are you doing? And how they really don't know. My mom's making a brisket. They're both, they all look at each other as if to say, I don't, I don't know. know. And he's and, like, well, my mom's making a brisket. And of course, this is when Leonard like, goes, oh, uh, I'm doing No, I'm busy. <laughs> but I love that. <laughs> I love that fact where she goes off. And then it goes, oh, the one with the little onions? And Howard's like, yeah. And, of course, you know, Raj is giving up the thumbs up, like, yes, yes. And, of course. Well, his, when... his mother's brisket is legendary. Yeah, it is. I need to learn how to make a brisket. That'd be really nice. Yeah. Although down the road, <clears throat> um, on another road, uh, there you can actually buy briskets. Yeah, you can buy it There's at a butcher. butchers. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So, of course, Raj starts singing the brisket song. <laughs> to, to the B, to the R, to the E, to the <laughs> To the, the B, ISK. To the R, to the I, to the ISK. To the E, to, to, the, the, e, T. to the T. And then what? What? <laughs> he goes to go to the, and Leonard's like, don't. Aww. Because they walk downstairs. And so the next day, 
Leonard meets Sheldon for breakfast and uh, hoping that Sheldon is not experimenting with natural suppositories again because he he sits down, Leonard sits down in front of you know, Sheldon and Sheldon is busy working away and says, oh, aren't you having breakfast? And he goes, yes, I am. And he goes, oh, are you experimenting with uh, you know, natural suppositories again? Nutritional he, suppositories. Nutritional, that's right. And he goes, not in these pants. <laughs> and we find out that the way it was is that Ramona is absolutely so smitten with Sheldon that she actually goes and orders his lunch, uh, sorry, his breakfast, breakfast for him. And, and but, but before she gets there, when Sheldon and Leonard are conversing about it, Sheldon says Ramona has a very unique way of revering me. Now, when something is unique, it has characteristics different from every way, in every way from everything else. Therefore, the very is unnecessary. And like it's like saying it's very perfect. So Sheldon oh, okay. would know this and would comment on another person's use of it, let alone not, he wouldn't say it himself. But he doesn't usually try, he doesn't really, um, I mean, when he trips himself up, he doesn't address himself as, oh, I said it wrong. It's just, you know. Well, you, that's you, the thing is he wouldn't say it wrong. It's it's an it's an error in the yeah. um, script writers. Yeah. Oh, okay. So basically Ramona says that, you know, he, she delivers his spinach and mushroom omelette. And completely untouched by human hands. Everyone, Everyone was, wore gloves. I was vigilant. I was vigilant. And she, oh, God, she is so annoying. And this is basically, and of course, Sheldon says to Leonard that I, I, she's worked out that me standing on cafeteria lines, I'm wasting 20 minutes, minutes a, day. a day. They could be like, better oh. spent. They could be better spent working out the mysteries of the universe. That's like, oh, my But God. I, I do have to say, though, her handling of Leslie Winkle was brilliant yeah because she's basically taken herself up as being basically Sheldon's bodyguard <laughs> yeah and Leslie comes up and basically insults him with a stern almost psychotic rebuttal because I love the fact that she you know Leslie comes up and says something oh, are you getting says, your you're oh getting I your... see you're getting your papers together for the Smithsonian um, Museum of Dumbassery and that's when Ramona says oh it, they, there's no room there right now there won't be room for it until they get rid of the permanent Leslie Winkle collection and I love how Sheldon goes, oh, good, good one. one. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how Leslie goes, oh, I see you've got a grad student to fight your battles. I'll let you keep your lunch money today. Well, if you're going to stay here, then you have to sit down and be quiet and respectful. And this is when Leslie basically gets <laughs> walks she out just of the She kind of looks at her and she's like, meh, nope. and walks off. And then she looks at Leonard and, and then Ramona gives Leonard the look and he's like, wait for me. <laughs> and he runs away. It is, you know, it is amazing how Ramona can clear a room of people. Totally. She is such a nasty piece of work, mm -hmm. you know. So Penny walks into the apartment to deliver something for the boys and gets grossed out, basically <laughs> watching Ramona clipping Sheldon's toenails while he works. And it's like, oh, my God. So she puts the package down and walks out. And Leonard comes up to the apartment and she goes, uh, you don't really want to go in there. And of course, Leonard's like, well, why? What are they doing? And she goes, well, I can only describe it in a therapist's office with dolls. And of course, he's like, oh, okay. And he immediately walks in and he goes, oh, uh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> and Ramona's like, uh, Dr. Cooper is working. And it's like, well, okay, don't freaking get me out of my own goddamn apartment. You yeah. know, how dare you? Yeah, this, I, I don't. I really, I, well, I get really annoyed about this episode because I don't like people like this. Yeah, the I way really she don't. treats his friends, and that then begins the montage to the song "You Can Be My o Yoko Ono," which is sung by the Bare Naked Ladies, who also do the theme song. Now, Sheldon is invited to Halo Night, 
And Ramona basically says, yeah. you are not going to Halo night. And he goes, yes, I am. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Halo night. Wednesday is Halo night. And she goes, you know, basically says that. Well, you know, what brilliant man said. Oh, uh, to- yeah. Basically says to him that, you know, who the, the science demands nothing less than our fervent and unconditional dedication of our entire lives. And Sheldon goes, yeah, I said that. And she's like, and who was that brilliant man? And he goes, me. me. And, and course, Leonard's like, you're going to let her get away with this? No, Leonard actually you're... says, seriously, you're not going to go to Halo night? Well, how and can goes, I argue with me? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, enjoy whatever this is. Yeah. And as you said, this is another little uh, montage of the fact that he, he was going to go to paintball on the weekend. That doesn't no. happen. Even he Can't even, watch but, Battlestar Galactica. Because he actually even said, because you know, uh, Ramona says to Sheldon, I think your friends are holding you back. And he goes, well, I want to really. I prefer to think I'm pulling them pulling forward. Pulling them forward. And basically says, you know, that the new Battle Galactica is coming out, out tonight. And Ramona looks at him as if to say, you're not doing that either, And buddy. he's like, okay, so I guess I can wait for the DVD. And then she gives him and another look. And then never look. watch it. <laughs> yeah, because she gives him another look as if to yeah. say, you really think you're ever going to watch that, mate? And this yeah. is when he goes, well, I never watch it. And then the, the montage is that, you know, the first part of the montage is that they're leaving for, for paintball and he's sitting basically doing computer work and he looks over in the in the um, kitchen. kitchen and Ramona is looking at him with her hands on her hips as if to say, don't even think about it. Yeah. And then the next one you see is Sheldon's in the bathroom, in the shower alcove. Hiding in a, the shower. With playing the a computer game. Cold. And she yeah. walks in, pulls the cat sh- the shower curtain open, and, and takes and his puts game her hand it. out and takes his ga- his portable game device. The next one is that he's actually at uh, at work in the cafeteria. What we think is he's reading a physics book, and she takes the book away from him, and, and he's Batman. reading a Batman comic. And she takes the Batman comic away from him and gives him the book back. So really, this is becoming. And actually, in the last one, is that you see that Sheldon runs out of the apartment in his full um, paintball gear. Paintball gear runs outside, then suddenly <laughs> runs back inside and runs up the stairs because here comes Ramona. And you a- saw. And you, and when she walks in, he's sitting in his underwear with his laptop, but with the paintball hat on. And she walks by and pulls off the hat. Yeah. And this is when basically Sheldon has become so desperate he goes to Penny to be oh, okay. Before we get here. into that though, yeah. so so the montage is the song "You Can Be My Yoko Ono" by the Bare Naked Ladies. Yep. And as you probably uh, would Everybody rightfully knows. assume, uh, Ramon is being compared to Yoko Ono, who was John Lennon's wife and is the one who is the thing that's usually blamed blamed for the breakup of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, look, I mean, whether. If that was actually true or not, whether I mean, I think John was very much very laid back and he actually, I guess, allowed Yoko Ono to do it. But yeah, it's widely much known, like Sheldon is, yeah, but it's widely known that Yoko Ono did break up the Beatles. So yep. this is why this, this song's going through. So basically, Sheldon does go to Penny and basically says he need, he's, he's in some sort of relationship with Ramona and he says that you are one of the experts to get end relationship. Well, he says, you've got to help me get rid of her. And he's, she's like, well, get rid of How? her. How? And he's like, well, you have been in many relationships and you seem to be an expert in ending, ending them. them. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, I see man after man leaving this apartment never to return. And she's like, uh, it's not, not man, man after, after man. man. He's like, well, that's beside the point. I need sanctuary and then he hears Ramona coming and he's like I need I've, sanctuary I formally request sanctuary yeah now now oh, no, he goes no he goes she goes um he says hide me and she goes hide you and he goes I formally request sanctuary now and she comes out of the uh the apartment now re- but in the request for sanctuary 
It's defined as a sacred building where fugitives were formerly entitled to immunity from arrest or execution during the Middle Ages. And it was quite often the the village church yeah, yeah. or cathedral, which is why you have that famous scene in the Hunchback of Notre Dame where he's swinging from the bells screaming sanctuary. Sanctuary! Sanctuary! Never seen. Oh, it. we need to watch it. It's a brilliant film. Never seen that one. Absolutely brilliant. The 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 one from I think it was from the 1930s was one of is like the really classic um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. The Disney movie is really good, but the the original one was or was just absolutely brilliant. Oh, okay. So Ramona starts to resemble Laura Pepin channeling Kathy Bates from Misery, <laughs> making the <laughs> yeah. assumption that Penny is in love with Sheldon. Oh, yeah. And I love the fact where she goes. I know what's going on here. And Penny's like, oh, okay. Well, really? you tell Can you me? explain it to me? And she goes, you're in love with Sheldon. And he, or you're uh, in love with Dr. Cooper. And no. she goes, ah, uh, yeah, no, that's not that's it. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well, you have to let go of him. And she's like, oh, okay. okay. And, and of course, you know, there's uh, Ramona Because he's, going, big, he's bigger he's than any relationship. He's a gift to the whole world. And we can't be selfish. And she's like, yeah, he's a gift, he's all a right. He's a gift, all right. <laughs> and this is when Ramona does the creepiest thing. She puts she, out her pinky and goes, sisters? Yeah, and of course, Penny goes, yeah, sisters. And Ramona turns around as if to say, don't go near him, bitch. Don't mess with me, bitch. And walk and walks yeah. out. And of course, this is when <laughs> Benny goes, "Holy crap on a cracker!" cracker. <laughs> yep. So Sheldon's next tactic is to contact Leonard while he's sleeping with Morse code against his bedroom wall. Yeah, and Sheldon at three in the morning. Yeah, and 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 he explains that he chose that way because Morse code is encrypted. Actually, Morse code is encoded because it's a code. Obviously, you know, from the it head. is, yeah, Morse code, but it is by no means encrypted, which is a message that can be understood by an observer. If it, which, if it's encrypted, it cannot be understood by an observer if it's intercepted. That's why when, when you um, are on a website, you want to know that it's encrypted before you put in your financial data. Yeah. And that's the, is that the little lock? Yeah. That's yeah, the that... little lock on the, on the website to say yes. that it's encrypted so that. And so that no one can steal your information. If it's just encoded, anybody can get it. Yeah. So basically, you know, Leonard is like, uh, of course, uh, you know, I don't know Morse code. And Sheldon's like, oh, that's very simple. This is A, this is B. And he's yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not learn. learning Morse code at three in the morning. <laughs> oh, crap. Don't come in here. Don't come in here. Don't come in here. <laughs> and he comes into to, uh, Leonard's room and, she, and he goes, What's going on? And and Sheldon's like, well, shh, be quiet. You know, Ramona's uh, asleep in the living room. And he goes, yes, I know. When is she going home? And he goes, never. never. That's, That's the, problem. the point. <laughs> That's the problem. And basically, he says, Sheldon says, listen, I'm going to invoke the Skynet clause. And it, of course, Leonard goes, yeah, but Ramona is not a cyborg that okay. Sheldon created and has gone crazy. Yeah. So so then he's like, okay, well then, how the body about snatchers. This, the body snatchers or the the Godzilla? And the only right. she destroys Tokyo. Tokyo. Now, what is significant? What? (laughs) When Sheldon goes, when he's being escorted out of the room by Ramona and he goes, Dretz. Yeah. Now, what is significant about Sheldon doing this? About Sheldon going into Leonard's room or and and, asking? And talking about the roommate agreement. Oh, the roommate agreement is the fact that they're not supposed to have anybody in the apartment unless there's 48 hours of written notice that they're going to have a guest. Nope. 
No, yes, it is. That's one. Well, of no, them. it is, but it's, it's not. One part what of the is, it's not what is so significant about this. Okay, what is it? It's the first time we've ever heard of it. Invoking the roommate. We have never heard of the roommate agreement before this episode. But he isn't. Doesn't he say that he's invoking the Skynet clause first of our our room? Oh no, he says I'm invoking the Skynet clause in our roommate agreement. Yeah, it's the first so time we don't hear we, it. Yeah. we've ever heard that they have a roommate agreement. Right, and one of the other parts of the roommate agreement, which we'll get to, is that you can't have anyone, any guest in the apartment unless you give 48 hours written notice yeah. um, to the other person. Yeah. So that's another part of the the roommate agreement. So of course, unfortunately. Ramona comes in and says, what are you doing out of bed? Of course, Sheldon's like, do it, do it now. And he, and of course he goes, nope. And of course, yeah, Ramona says, you know, you'd realize you need to have your eight hours of sleep to make your brain, you know, function properly. And he does say Godzilla clause. And, and he's like, only nope, if that she only destroys works. Tokyo. Yeah. Drats. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, some great news happens. Just, the guys walk in just as Sheldon is exclaiming to Ramona. That he's proved his theory of string network condensate. He and Ramona are very excited. And he says he couldn't have done it without her. And as a thank you, she makes one tiny request. He names the theory, the Cooper Nowinski theorem. And he's like, who's Nowinski? And she goes, I'm Nowinski. He's like, oh, so you want me to share credit? And she goes, well, yes. And he goes, get Get out. And she walk. You see, uh, Ramona walking out of the apartment with Penny coming up the stairs in the worst nineteen seventies dress oh, I've ever seen in my life. It's you only see it once, and once is way too, too often. Much. And of course, as she walks out, you know, Penny puts the the no, finger. No, out, she says hi, oh, hi, and she goes, "Oh, bite me." And this <laughs> Penny goes, "Sisters," and of course, nope, that doesn't work. The next day, now, now before you go yeah, to the next sorry? day, yeah, I just want to make a a, a quick reference to the by by her asking to call it the cooper nowitzki theorem yeah so this is the first episode in which the title of the episode is mentioned within the dialogue oh yes it is that yeah. it, because because it you know the the title of the episode always relates to something that's happening within that like the luminous fish effect yeah or you know whatever or um the uh, Euclid alternative, Euclid, I mean, yeah, but it's rare that they actually mention specifically the title. Well, I guess in this regard, they had to because they had to squeeze it in as quick as they could. Because when she does actually ask a small favor, well, well no, 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 you're missing the point. Yeah, they, but they, okay, they never do it, they never directly reference the actual name of the episode within the dialogue. Oh, okay. It actually is extremely rare within the show. But I guess that's why this is significant. Yeah. Okay. I I guess for for this, for this reason, I guess it is a good idea to do that. Well, not necessarily a good idea. It was just interesting. This makes an interesting scenario. And you make it so hard to do fun facts sometimes. (laughs) The back of the university, we are in the cafeteria again. We're having lunch. Yes. And another woman walks up to Sheldon to say that she's a big fan of his work. And she just finished reading the paper he just published. And it took her breath away. And he goes, well, maybe when I publish it, I will include an inhaler. See, now this this episode is also really unique in that Sheldon's actually flirting. Is he? 
He doesn't know yeah. he's flirting. No, That's the whole and, problem no, with no, 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 no. You cannot tell me that with this second girl, he doesn't know he's flirting no. because he gives her that coy look. And he's like, well, maybe next time I'll also include an inhaler. No, I think he's doing that in his, his, in his idea to say, how awesome am I? It took your breath away. I'll include an inhaler. But I he's not, he is, he's not, the look he's not he flirting. gave her was very coy. No, he's not flirting because Sheldon doesn't know how to flirt. I mean, you look at the situation with him and Amy. He had no idea. He wasn't even flirting with her when he said, would you like a cup of coffee? And she goes, no, tepid water, please. But the fact is that she he's got no reference, even, mm. even as we go down the path of him being with, with Amy, he doesn't understand how to flirt. He's got, he doesn't have that, that capability. So this girl coming up and saying, oh, oh you know, I don't know. My and breath he away. decides that he wants to have a baby with Amy and he's doing the flamenco. Oh, well, that's that's a, different, <laughs> that's a different scenario that we'll get to. So, of course, she says, well, can we get a cup of, can we get a, I think she says, can we have dinner? And he goes, okay, he's, yes, he's it's like, Thursday She's like, night. well, can we get together and I can pick your brain? He's like, well. It's Thursday. I, he's he, like, well, I do eat. Giacomo's. That's right. He, yeah. He, he does say, I, well, I, you know, it's Thursday night. I eat pizza for, pizza for Giacomo's, um, sausage. Um, pepperoni, light olives. No, it's it's sausage, mushroom, light olives. Light olives, that's right. And Don't she ask goes, me why that stuck in my head. I'm glad that did because I it didn't stick in mine. And she goes, oh, okay, I'll bring it over to your place. I have the address. He's like, okay. And the guys are like, oh, holy crap. And they're like, do you know what just happened? Yeah, I'm getting a free pizza. I'm on a roll. Once again, Sheldon, you're always getting free food. When are you not getting free food? So now we have the flashback into the apartment where unfortunately... Sheldon is eating Thai food and he's having too much Thai food. And he says, you know, another piece of pad Thai, please. And of course, this is when Raj goes, you might want to slow down, buddy. And he go, and of course, he just says, just, just one more bite. And then he starts to shake and put his, his, his um, food down on the table. And they're like, are you okay? And of course, Sheldon's like, I'm just, I'm just so full. And of course, as he shakes, he splits into two Sheldon's. Thankfully, it was only a Thai, thai food-induced nightmare for Leonard, who basically says, that's it, no more Thai food. <laughs> yep, the episode yep. goes black, and that is the episode of the Cooper Nowitzki Theorem. Nowitzki. Yes, it is. Now, there was a... Um, oh, actually, no, it's not on that one. Give me one second. I just have to go back over here. You want us to talk amongst ourselves? Yeah, talk amongst yourselves for Fantastic. just one I've second. Got... But at least this time, we don't get any little gaffes about someone pronouncing the wrong name. Fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. If you ever, ever obviously, you'll, you'll see Star Wars. Fun fact. In the last part of Star Wars, when um, basically everyone is running towards everyone mm -hmm. and uh, Luke Skywalker comes down out of the X-Wing fighter mm -hmm. and everyone's coming over to congratulate him blowing up the Death Star. She says, Luke. And he says, Carrie. Oh my God, no way. Yep. <laughs> um, so I actually wanted to bring up another error and I forget exactly where this was with Ramona, but they were talking about a paper that he wrote where he indicated that an example of mirror symmetry would be the flash playing tennis with himself. Yes. And she thought that was oh so funny. Yeah. That would actually not be an example of mirror symmetry. It would be an example of rotational symmetry. But wouldn't, but because he's going so fast, wouldn't he be mirroring himself? Rotational symmetry. Okay. 
you no, missing not what I'm mirror saying. symmetry. No, but if he's going so fast playing no. tennis with himself, wouldn't you think that he'd be on either end of the court going so fast he'd be mirroring himself? No, no. I thought it. Was, I think. No. I think that's. I no. think that's true. No, it's not. Okay. Well. Okay. Give me one second. No, the thing is, if if you're going so so fast, yeah, with yourself, at some point you're going to be coming. You'll be going so fast. You will actually be mirroring, mirror, mirroring, mirror. It's very hard to explain. I've got to have another cup of coffee. Reflective symmetry is reflective symmetry is a type of symmetry where one half of the object reflects the other half of the object. It is also known as mirror symmetry. For example, in general, human faces are identical on the left and right sides. The wings of most butterflies are identical on both sides and the left and the right sides. Right. So what Sheldon is basically saying is it's not so much reflection, it's also mirroring. Yes. He's got to say. He's got the same thing. He's got the same idea. He just used it in a different different word. Instead of him saying reflection, he said mirroring. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but it's it is thing. not the same as rotation. Roti- rotational. Um, I thought rotational was completely different. See, you learn something new when you come to okay, the hold perpetual on. motion Mir- Mirror symmetry versus rotational symmetry. Okay. A circle is thus said to be symmetric under rotation or to have t- rotational symmetry. If the isometry is a reflection of a plane figure about a line, then the figure is said to have reflectional symmetry or line symmetry. It is also possible for a figure or object to have more than one line of symmetry. Right. So it's not li- it's not it's not reflection. It's mirroring. No, it's rotational. It's not mirroring. Because if a figure is rotated around a center point and it still appears exactly as it did before the rotation, it is said to have rotational symmetry. Okay. It's rotational symmetry, not mirror symmetry. Okay. Trust All me right. on this one. Okay. I'm, I'm trusting your better judgment. <laughs> now, do we have any more fun facts? Yes, we do. Well, no awesome. more fun facts, but we do have the crazy, the crazy credits. credits. Okay. Go ahead okay. with the crazy credits. And we and and before I get to that, if anyone's yes. keeping track, we had one order of Thai food and four meals at the Caltech lunch at the Caltech cafeteria. Yes, we did. Sheldon had breakfast. Sheldon had lunch. Sheldon had lunch. Sheldon had lunch. No, yeah, yeah. yeah Sheldon had four. breakfast and three lunches yep, there. Exactly. And he had the he had the Thai food. That uh, now would we would we have also included the fact that girl was going to bring over um, pizza. No, because we didn't actually. We never see it. See it? Okay, never so such so as the fact that uh, Ramona bought over the Thai food. For yeah. Him. Yep. Cool. Okay, so Chuck Lorre Productions number two hundred and twenty-three censored. Open letter to Sumner Redstone. Dear Sumner, I just saw that you're single again. I'm sorry, dude. Love hurts. I too have recently been. Re- be- I too have recently returned to being the loneliest number, which is what got me to thinking that maybe you and me could hang out, you know, hit some clubs, chat up the ladies. I've got to believe you'd make a killer wingman. Ooh, great idea for a dating reality show. Prenup Chuck in the endless summer. (laughs) I also saw that you're going through a little tough time in the old money department. Not to worry. The drinks are on me. You can tip the waitress if you promise not to marry her. Just kidding. I kid the moguls. Ask Rupert, your pal, Chuck. That's very short, sharp, and shiny. Who's Sumner Redstone? I don't know. No idea. Okay. Right. Let's see. Let's see. We're talking amongst yourselves. I'll look, I'll look it up. I'll look this one up to find out who the Sumner Redstone is. Okay. Um, now, next week, we're doing the Panty Pinata Polarization. Okay. So, apparently, Sumner Murray Redstone was an American billionaire businessman and media magnate. 
He was the founder and chairman of the second incarnation of Viacom, which was dissolved in 2019 and was the majority owner and chairman of the National Amusements Theatre chain. Okay. Okay. He was actually married um, from 2002 to 2009, and he was also married from 1947 to 1999. So it must be that sort of situation that when, when Chuck Lorre said, oh, I hear your signal again, it because this one was released in 2008 and he was actually getting divorced. His divorce became final in 2009. So that means he was married for 52 years and then got divorced. Yeah, from 47. Well, his first one was first marriage was 47 to 99. Yeah, that's 52 years. Yep. And then the next one was 2002 to 2009. So that was only wow. eight years or seven years. Yeah. But, so, how, but how old must he have been by that point? Uh, okay. Let's go to his uh, Wikipedia page. He is currently 97. Okay. So. They must he, be loving him in the age here. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, he's rather a, a wealthy sort of like mm. person. Okay. His net, his net worth, just for the hell of it. Okay. So he is also uh, the parent. He is also a majority shareholder of mass media conglomerate Viacom, CBS in turn, the parent company of Paramount Pictures and CBS Television Network. And various cable networks. He, according to Forbes, as of 2020, his net worth is 2.6 billion. Okay. So that's the reason why he was saying about that. But yeah. Yeah. His his children are going to be very very happy. He's got two children, so they're going to be sharing uh, because he's got no no wife anymore. You're, ma- you're making the assumption that he'll give it to them and not like leave it to his cat or something. I friggin' hopes. I friggin' hope he does that he gives it to the kids. Because two point two point six billion shared by two people, hello, one point three billion each. Yeah, mm. but not necessarily. That'd be very very nice. I'll 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 do that. Yeah, but maybe his kids oh, are jerks. Um. Well, yeah. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> My point is, you don't know. All right. So we've gotten way off talk. We topic. have. Let's but pull it this back. Is, but this is the whole thing. They come here to to PMS to listen to us talk and. It learned things. They learn. They come here to learn to listen to us talk about the Big Bang Theory. And see, now they're also got this this guy Sumner. They'll actually be able to if they're at a dinner party, they can sit there and go, "Do you know how much he's worth and what companies and he actually he and how old he is and what companies he was head of?" See, you come here, you learn. Okay, there we are. All right. So anyway, next week we are doing the Panty Pinata Polarization. Okay. And how can people reach one. us if they want to? Perpetual Motion Squad 00 at gmail.com. So in the meantime, we'll catch you at the cheese fa- Cheesecake Factory until we see you next time. Bye, everyone. Music and mythology, Einstein and astrology, it all started with the Big Bang.